Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. to the Wise Men Say podcast. We're back to discuss everything Sunderland AFC that has happened in the past week, of which there is, of course, not much as ever. Um, I'm joined to do so by Vienna's Tom Walsh. Hello, Tom. Hi, Matthew. It feels like only six years ago that we last spoke. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, we're here to discuss... All manner of things, as I said. We've got a couple of very pressing issues uh, to discuss first. I will introduce... We do have other people on the podcast. The dads have joined us. Um, hello, Gareth is uh, is here. Is, uh, is everything okay, Gareth? <laughs> yes, I think. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, within reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that's good, I guess. Uh, we'll join Stephen... Uh, Stephen Goldsmith, how are we? Are we, are we okay? Are you feeling better than Gareth or the same? No, it's just, it's no? It's right. terrible. The whole thing. Depressed. Right. Pod. You've only been on it's two minutes. You're already slagging it. Did you write that review from last week? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> well, someone's no. left it. <laughs> right, while I'm on, right? Whoever left that? No, but, no, but seriously. Um, right, yeah, there's obviously quite a few things to discuss tonight but firstly Tom um, did anyone reply to tell us how many issues it took them to complete a collector build magazine from last week's podcast yeah actually this was quite weird because it's people actually responded to um, like a topic we were talking about not just that person who left a a nasty comment on us yeah Um, yeah so whoever you are just have a have a word with yourself (laughs) Anyway, at uh, the Dave Bryan uh, got in touch and said he he didn't actually uh, create a QE2 replica, but he did create the, uh, with pictures, he sent us in the Terminator, a full-size Terminator <laughs> model, a the DeLorean from Back to the Future, and an R2-D2, like, model. And... <laughs> He, he said there are thir- 340 weeks of magazines on display here. <laughs> and it said it cost him around, probably around two grand. <laughs> Which I'm so, I was so, so impressed. Um, oh, I love this guy. I, I you, you could, buy, you could buy a DeLorean probably for two grand. <laughs> but it just wouldn't be the same. No, would it? It's too big for the house. Yeah, exactly. 120 issues for the Terminator one, and then 120 issues, essentially 120 issues each. But the R2D2 was only 100 issues. That's not bad. And he said by the end of it, they were just like talking about robotics and stuff like that. (laughs) Stuff that nobody (laughs) understands and has nothing to do (laughs) with the actual magazine. Took Took him two years. Each one. I was just going to say, how long, how regularly did they come out? Did he say? Yeah, he's well. He he said it was weekly, so no, so every, so not too bad. But then, as you were mentioning before we came on uh, air, Gareth, that like there's only so many people in the world that keep Mm. going right to the end. So he must have had to do some kind of subscription. And like, but why would you? But why if you're going to do this? Why would you do like nine? Like you'd either buy the one that's sixty pence and then stop for a laugh, or you'd do all of it. Because if you spent, if you're going to do like a third of them, you're going to spend six hundred quid and just have like the arse end of a DeLorean. 
Like, what's that? That's just useless. That's, that's like anything, though, isn't it? Maybe you like well, no. It is, but it is, isn't it? Because well, what will happen is it's like you buy like eleven, and then you'll miss one, and then you'll be like, oh no, I've missed twelve, <laughs> and then like you can't get twelve, and then you're like, well, that's that. Then there's no point buying thirteen. So is it like sort of having? Three or four interviews with the manager. Yeah, that? yeah. Sort of <laughs> build your sort own manager. Like, yeah. So sort of not really being. Yeah, it looked. Sort like, of... I thought it was Roy Keane, and uh, we're in, like issue seventeen, and but I've missed got the a hair. Bald, off it's, it's got a bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like Roy. Keane. It, just, yeah. it looks a bit like Alex Neil. So we'll just yeah. say it's build your own Alex Neil. Well, yeah. we've done well there to to get onto something topical. Um, at the time of recording, Sunderland are about to. Um, <laughs> apparently, well, barring, well. A, barring any uh, last-minute issues, which barring, any, barring any state club statements uh, or leaked tweets saying that they're going to go on to a third round of interviews this week, just as everyone's preparing oh, yeah. for another manager to come in. Mike Dodd's currently just praying that nothing goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. in the, just like shake hasn't eaten for yeah. four days. My dog's just pacing outside the academy with the, with the <laughs> keys like, for the manager's office. Please, waiting. God damn it, take it. But it could be it could be the best night of Mike Dodds' life. This. <laughs> it, he's gonna go if if it actually happens tonight. He's gonna ring his wife. He's like, love, get that steak on because I am not managing that shower of shite on Saturday. Hey, go back to. Whatever finance department he works in, normally for the for the rest of the week. But well, yeah, but yes, but barring any last minute disasters, Sunderland are about to appoint Alex Neil as uh, the new head coach on a, mm. what I believe is an eighteen month deal. Um, you think Dodgy's done him a handover, or Alex Neil's like, yeah, you're right. I've prepared this handover for you. You're all right, mate. I don't need it. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, mate, and just puts it straight yeah. to the bin. The handover was uh, just. It's just got like. Cheltenham 2, Sunderland 1 written on it. <laughs> it's and just drawings. You've just sorry. drawn, you've just yeah. done some drawings, Mike. What, what are you doing? <laughs> but, um, well, what do we think then, Gareth? You said you were, you seemed very sad when uh, I introduced you to the podcast. Uh, are you sad about Alex Nail or are you just generally sad about um, the state of affairs? I think like today, like is the worst I've felt about Sunderland ever. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was. I was like, "This is really bad." It felt like a, like a proper like. You can't understand that as an achievement either. You can't. It's you like, can't underplay that. No, it felt like a proper, like a proper like moment today. I felt like a real unraveling, and like you know, like an event you like never forget in the, like a world event, and it'll be like, "Oh, that was this." These, it had the same feeling. How that? How pathetic is that? I don't know. I've never felt that before. <laughs> Well, like, where were you when Sunderland hit rock bottom? Yeah, but I feel as though today was rock bottom on, like, like this week has been, like, has been rock, absolute rock bottom, which is quite something after we've been beaten 6-0 last week. And then this week, the results, um, like, kind of the way we've done things off the pitch, the kind of the implications Not of things. yeah the implications of that lack of activity or the way we've gone about what we wanted to do shine shines the light on so many different people at the club and they kind of kind of extinguished quite a lot of hope in a way because you think well Jesus like we're in a real situation like you wouldn't be can, can you believe we're sitting here tenth of February after that game against Sheffield Wednesday where we like absolutely marmalised them and went top of the league and everything was looking the way it was. And it's just, you know, it just, it's just goes to show like a lot of people have been sort of saying, I know some people haven't really wanted to kind of acknowledge it until maybe recently, but it, it's a, it's a, a castle built on sand, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the foundations are finally given in. I think, yeah, I mean, like I have nothing against uh, Alex Neil. I think he's actually, ironically, I think he's a, quite a decent appointment. Um, I wish he'd been made about, 10 days ago mm-hmm. but i think the i think you're right there gareth it's just like this whole past past two weeks has just shown like just shown us that this whole takeover and whatnot isn't anything that was ever cracked up to be i was thinking the other day it's like like louis like kerry louis drivers has not come under much criticism since he's um since he's been here he's been kind of revered and this kind of messianic 
complex. But it does make me remember the fact that when he was the original deal took place, the people who we wanted out didn't leave. And the people like were then appointed to the board. And now it seems like Charlie Methvin especially is quite publicly. Is he doing like people interviewing are, potential managers, Tom? Just say it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, well, <laughs> if he's not if he's not doing there on club affairs, I don't know why he's turning up to every Sunderland match. Because if I didn't work for Sunderland and I didn't support Sunderland, I certainly wouldn't be going to watch Sunderland matches in League One. So yeah, this whole this whole process has just shown what an absolute shambles everything is from the very top down to the playing staff. And the person I feel most sorry for is old Dodsey because he's been sure. thrown he's been thrown under the bus for the past because he he's not a manager. And it's like, oh, now, by the way, this is a really crucial part of the season. And I know <laughs> yeah. you've been doing your spreadsheets and all that. And I know you don't usually do this kind of thing, but we have to win these next two games. Oh, yeah, and there's 40,000 people coming on Saturday because Jermaine Defoe's yeah. here. It's like, it's, like when George, it's like when George Michael Blues was put in charge of the banana stand and he's Mr. Manager and then it burns down. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, sorry. I, yeah. No, I don't know what that is. You don't, you don't know? Oh, well, an arrested... Simpsons references. No, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you put um... Lenny in charge of the power plant. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Homer in charge of anything. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, there you well, go. the whole thing is um, pathetic, really. I, I'm saying I've nothing against Neil at all. Um, I, he seems like a, a decent appointment. But again, it's an appointment we could have made like immediately after Lee Johnson was sacked. We haven't Alex Neil isn't wasn't at another football club. Um and he was a name sort of banded about at the time. Uh, when we've just chucked two games that have is uh, now we're now at risk of finishing outside the playoff places, which is just I mean, hilarious, but also just unthinkable from a few weeks ago. It's no matter which way you look at it, and it's a mess, and it will just continue to be a mess while these people are involved in the football club in any way. Um, whatever Alex, whatever Alex Neil achieves, will be in spite of the situation that he's in, and yeah, they, they can't they can't claim it's like they can't come out and think, oh yeah, our process. Oh, I'm looking, was forward, really I'm sa- looking forward to them having a good pro- go. Oh yeah, our process was really savvy, and like we appointed Alex Neil. No, you. You try you you sort of lusted after Roy Keane for two weeks. He yeah. told you to piss off, and then you've gone over oh, better appoint somebody else, and you've appointed Alex Neil, who, like you've touched on, I think a lot of people, if he'd been appointed on like Tuesday or Wednesday after Johnson went, people probably would have gone, "All right, okay, fair enough." But now yeah. they've kind of sullied that, and I feel a bit sorry for the for the manager really because I, I actually don't think he will get as much. Grief, maybe. Like, I you probably won't get any action. To be fair, in the in the stadium, generally that wouldn't happen. I wouldn't think with a new manager, no matter who it was. Um, I think he, he, you know, but his grace period might be a little bit shorter, which is it, just because of the way we've approached. This. But it's it's creates it's created problems like again for for Saturday's game because now presumably takes over at night. This Alex Neil has one day to then take over. <laughs> A team ahead of a. I mean, if we lose on honest, like if we lose to Wimbledon on Saturday, I mean, we might as well just wrap up and just never bother playing ever again because yeah, that I mean, it's such a. I mean, it's bad and it's really bad. But if we lose again, then just, what what is the point in anything? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. As since we Gareth mentioned about Roy Keane there, um. <laughs> we all got caught up in the kind of Ferrari of it all. And I will admit, I kind of like the idea of hiring Roy Keane because I thought it'd be dynamite, but also not necessarily good dynamite, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but then just Roy Keane, even being in the conversation to begin with smacked smacks of like, kind of people not really knowing what they want from this because you can't have say, Oh, we have this wonderful structure in place. We, you know, we have all these systems and these processes and all this. And then you go, oh, but actually, we're going to get 
a man who's not managed since like 2011. Because that none of that fits with all the kind of spiel they've been like saying for for months. Have they reacted to what they think the fans will want from the from the start? Because no, when, you know when yeah. when Johnson got sucked after six 0 right? I would say I wouldn't even say you know the fans were you know delirious or really happy. I would say they understood it rather than you know I didn't see many people say oh that wasn't the right call. That was not like happy. you know, but it's, well, I know you were, but it's not I like it's not like the fans turned on them. You know, you two can talk as much as you want in the podcast. The fans, <laughs> the fans in the no, ground no. hadn't turned on them, had they? He'd not gone any stick. And while they got sacked, like, you know, the majority of people who speak to would say, oh, well, fair enough. Nobody was gutted about it. And, 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 then, and then Speakman comes out and clearly, you know, pretends that this was a long-term, you know, this, this had been bubbling up in the background for a while, yeah. in which simply cannot be true. Because no. then, like, as you've said there, Neil would have come in or somebody else would have come in a couple of days later. So now you're just wondering if, if the keen thing, because you see it's so out of character for everything that Speakman is telling us that he is and everything that we believe his new structure to be. It just it just reeks of them saying, what will get bums on seats? Well, yeah. we just signed Jermaine Defoe, and they've seen what happens when you sign an old stager exactly. that yeah. used to play for us. So well, they said, oh, I know, if we get Jermaine Defoe, and Roy Keane, then we might have 42,000 at yep. the MK Dons game. Yep. And that just shows how everyone in the top of that club is so incredibly naive. And I don't want to say deluded, but it's like, it just shows that you haven't really got the, the knowledge to actually make a success of these things. And once again, this brings a bad light onto Louis Dreyfus because he surrounded himself with Madrox people who would, didn't get it right. The the probably the best chance of us getting promoted in the first season. So yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't go bode well. And the the one thing I worry about with Alex Neal is he's going to have these same problems in six to eight months, twelve months time if this ownership stays as it is. He is. Like he, he he is, and I, I don't know a great deal about his time at Preston, but there, there were a lot of people saying he did a, a great job under difficult circumstances. So mm. it's probably just as well he's got experience well, of, of that, isn't it? Really, I mean, lots of people are kind of talking about it, aren't they? Like it's a like, oh well, you you've got to like take into account he had a his bad time at, at Preston came when he had issues where they were selling players from underneath him and stuff. <laughs> right it's exciting isn't it if he did well under those circumstances I'd be more positive I think because I'd be thinking oh great you're in the right place and mate because you don't know what's going to happen here <laughs> what kind of decisions are going to be made um, yeah. I mean he's a level um, below yeah. his, his natural level I guess mm. yeah of course he did very well at Norwich as well right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did um, and he's also like if even even if he gets promoted <laughs> or we don't get promoted this season then he's got a summer where he has to build an entire new squad. Oh yes, because they're all on loan. Yeah. Um, well, he, I, I mean, I, him, he's on. Like, we're talking about Speakman coming out and saying it's an accumulation of things with Lee Johnson as Josh just a six nil. I think Speakman's had his six nil in the last ten days. Mm. Speakman just comes out and says things. First time yeah. he's been challenged with anything, really. But again, I don't, oh, I don't think it falls all on his. No, on well, his no, no. He is a he is a big part of this, and he is he is kind of the public face of this because he's really the only one that says anything. We don't hear from like Louis Dreyfus that's much. We certainly don't hear from the other, uh, you know, uh-huh. leadership board or whatever <laughs> they are. And so, yeah, I feel I'm, I'm not feeling sorry for Christian Speakman because I don't think he's doing a very good job. But I don't think it's just his fault. It's not. Um, but like you say, he's the one that is the face of it. So he's, yeah. he's getting the brunt the, of it. There's no way he's made that call to Sack Johnson. Not not a chance, in my opinion. No, we we, we well, you know we're speculating. We don't we don't know. But uh, he's had to come out like you've just said. He's the face of it. So mm. unfortunately, 
if you're prepared to put yourself in that position, you're the one who's gonna yeah. you're the one who's gonna get it. And that's just the way I it just, is. I just think like you see things like rumbling on and like just because we've taken we've made such a mess of the managerial appointment, it was still the right decision to start the manager. Like yeah. it was it, it but <laughs> all like there are very few clubs that could make such an incredible mess. New I mean Newcastle did it when they sacked Bruce and just <laughs> Loads of people just didn't want to go and manage them, and mm. there are very few clubs that could manage to make such a a massive a thing of what's supposed to be a simple process with the system that we've got in place. Of oh well, the manager's the least important because he's a coach and he fits in with the system. And if we sack him, it doesn't matter because nothing else changes. Yeah. So then <laughs> to just like go, oh, we'll just get Roy Keane, and then. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> It's just none of it makes any sense at this forever it, stupid football club that we support. It's, yeah, it's just the Sunderland way, though. I remember when we are in the Premier League, it was like, we'll do this Udinese model with like Poyet, and then we'll do the director of football thing with Defanti and Congerton. Uh, yeah. And then we'll just rip it up completely and let Allardyce have complete control of everything. And then we'll go back to this, oh, it's, you know, David Moyes and Martin Bain, this like chief exec thing. It's like, it's there's not there's not been any structure in this club for about twenty years. We've just seen I mean, other I'd, I'd people do know, stuff. I'd love to know what Roy, what, how close that actually was. Because the more you think about it, the more things Roy Keane just, just didn't fit with what he would have wanted. There's no way he's sitting there and 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 not getting assurances about spending money for a start. No, no, I no, right, no, no, right. We're, we're giving you fifty grand per player. They need to be young. And they need to be, um, you know, data signings. <laughs> There's just he didn't know. Like I know he, he's, he's, you know, he's not going to think he's going to get the amount of. I mean, he burned money last time he was here, and he, he I'm sure he was aware it wasn't going to be like that. But there's no way he's saying, no, I, I want to, you know, we need to spend money to get out of this league. You know, on top of like his wages, on top of having to work for somebody like Speakman. Yeah. I mean, what, what's he? Whether he even spoke to Speakman or not, what's he what's he thinking if he speaks to Speakman? What's he I'd think, love think to see the meeting between yeah, the two of them. Or if he speaks to uh, Mechthen, you know, oh. as he did. What 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 what's he thinking? I I really hope he comes out and just You, you know, know what? We Let's... need a third book from him now, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Even, even, if, even if ninety percent of the book is just him walking the dogs and nothing exciting going on, <laughs> just for this little bit, we need it. I mean you support like you're supposed to have you know the in whether or not he, the interviews were with Keane on the Wednesday, which involves Speakman and Methman, Methman, it might have been for the other managers. We don't know, but you can imagine that. Can you imagine? Like, I just can't imagine Roy Keane sitting and listening to Charlie Methman and not going, <laughs> "No, nah, not for me." Because he will have also watched the Sun Until I Die documentary, and <laughs> and they'll be like, "You still got this guy in." Running your club that's a meme. This guy still like because <laughs> that's what everyone ever says about Sunderland when you know you tell them you're a Sunderland fan. He said, Oh, geez, is that guy still work there? You know, the guy who wanted the EDM music in the ground. He said, Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, sits he next runs to our, yeah, he sits next to our owners at like away games for some reason, the but he doesn't have anything Char- to do with the club. Oh, it's nothing to do with the club, but he interviews oh, potential yeah. head. Do you know what? The fact that Methven has been interviewing people, candidates for the manager, just makes me boil with rage. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. it's just incredible, isn't it? Like, in, in terms of, it's it's quite an interesting thing because sort of looking at the debates online across multiple platforms, it's kind of obviously come up about the ownership situation again, and then like all the discussions gone back to the fact that they refused to sort of disclose the shareholding yeah but and, and that discussion's boiled up again and oh well 51 percent of control and 51 percent doesn't necessarily mean you have a 51 percent voting stake all these kind of conversations but ultimately it's a distraction mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter if charlie methvin has zero percent or anyone on that board is zero percent if they're in a room interviewing managers, they have 
It doesn't matter. The percentage, the percentages are irrelevant. That's not it's the discussion you, anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah, you are completely the, right. Yeah, it's about an influence within the within the speak. One would say within the business, <laughs> and that and that yeah. is what it is. And <laughs> it doesn't matter. But percentages are irrelevant. Let's not let's not get like bogged down in these like complexities because when when Methven was originally involved or <laughs> in in sorry his first incarnation at the football club. He only had six percent, but he was probably the dominant voice. Yeah. So it doesn't, and it doesn't. So the, the whole percentages thing, in a way, it's become a little bit of a sideshow to the reality. And the reality mm-hmm. is, what you got to look at is a day to day influence of somebody, and maybe not even a day to day influence. But when when the push comes to shove, when the important decisions are made, who are the people who are involved in that conversation? And I think it's become apparent again. And remember what Lee Johnson said when he first came in here. He went on talk sport and he made a comment and said, "Well, Stuart Donald seems like, like a, a good, a good oh. guy. A, no, Stuart Donald seems like a good guy or something like that. I'll go, met him, he's a good guy, all this kind of thing." Mm. Why, Should have why, sucked him then, really. Why are you meet? Why are you meeting him? Well, at the time he was in charge. What? What? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess. Was he? Was it, it, was, it was around yeah. the time when. The, oh, really? When yeah. the, when oh, the, the, yeah. It was, it was about. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it? No, it was, he was, the, he was, he was at the, was at the Shrewsbury. Yeah. Drace yeah. was at the Shrewsbury game, wasn't he? Yeah. So that yeah. was, so that was before, like. That was when Parkinson was there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So that was like the December. <laughs> and then, uh, um, the drivers took over. Yeah. The, officially. Yeah. Okay. Fair but enough. He, but he was okay. making comments that, su- that, that suggested he didn't know if, if this. I don't even want to call it a takeover. He he was making suggestion. He was making comments that suggested he didn't know if this investment was going to happen. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what you're thinking about. But like, whatever way you slice it, whatever anyone wants to say about whether who has involvement or at the club or what, we saw at Cheltenham. Everyone's seen that seating plan going round, and it was Kirill Louis Dreyfus, Charlie Methvin, and Christian Speakman. So there's. <laughs> he's going to be there on Saturday Bethan, yeah. like, he'll just be in the director's box sat there like a dick on Saturday but all, like, all the time oh, sorry go on no no it's fine it's just there's it just like well what he's what's the point like because mm-hmm. nothing's going to change like we've just, we've been over it but like Alex Neil's coming in and like I just already I just feel sorry for him because he's got to work and he knows what he's getting himself in for I guess but he's got to work just under these morons who like don't care. They don't know what they're doing. They're just doing things. They're just saying things, yeah. and it's just everything about it is a complete shit show. And it's just shit. And it just it's this is so is this is what is sapping the life out of people. This is why people, if we don't go, won't want to go again because it's the same thing repeated. It's like. The Hail Mary was Roy Keane because it would have yeah. boosted everyone. And I'm not saying Alex Neal's a bad manager because he's not. And he will do... Well, I don't know how he'll do here. But it's hard to I get excited. I think he'll do reasonably well. But yeah, just... he will. But it's like it's hard to get excited when you know that as long as this ownership is in place or this structure is in place, nothing's going to change. You get promoted to the championship... Charlie Methvin's like, all oh, right, that's my job done. Well, I'm a success. And he won't leave because why would he? Because he's like, he thinks he's a footballing genius then. So, yeah, I'm sorry to bog down everyone. We can go back to talking about build to collect magazines or whatever. Well, we'll do like... that. We'll do that in a bit. Um, be interested, <laughs> interested to know um, what, it's just, what... It's, just, it's just funny that the whole tone of this would have been different if his appointment had been made. Yeah, it would have like been a fine. Week and a half ago. Well, yeah, we wouldn't have been. We... Not, we wouldn't be on here for starters. <laughs> oh yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 we probably wouldn't have lost to to Doncaster and Cheltenham. Like, oh, uh, yeah. it's just like I don't know. I'm interested to, to. We've just touched on it there. How do you think? How do you think he'll fare then for the rest of the season? Stephen is a, a fellow bald. How do, you, uh, <laughs> how do you feel that your mates, one of your uh, brethren? Yeah. yeah, one well, of your as much, lads. As much as I like to have a brother's back. Um, <laughs> I, uh, do you know what? I'll, 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 like you say, like every, you know, thinking about it logically, he, he's a decent enough appointment for a team in League One. I think, 
I thought Lee Johnson was as well, to be honest, at the time. Um, I'm st- I just can't process it properly at the minute still. I'm just so disappointed with the like sort of anti-climax from the massive build-up that we've discussed and went over. Um, you know, Gareth Gar- had said on, on, on Twitter earlier that it was very much like takeover falling through. Simon Grayson being announced five minutes later, which is, I'm not comparing him to, to Simon Grayson. No, also, also bald. Yeah, bald, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, as, as, as far as I know, Alex Neil never um, tried the ridiculous comb over haircut that Grayson was rocking for a couple of years. I hate, I hate Simon um, Grayson. <laughs> I don't feel like I hate Simon Grayson. Oh, yeah, I hate Simon Grayson. He's a, he's a dick, Simon Grayson. <laughs> okay. There we go. It's on record. Remember when he was. <laughs> Supposed to go to Leeds Festival, but then we got battered off Barnsley, and he was too yeah. sad to go. When Fleetwood equalised against a collection of losers earlier in the season, he was given it the big in in front of the uh, oh, right, fans, okay. and was subsequently sacked six weeks later by Fleetwood Town. Good, mm. a loser. Mm, good, good. Um, very much didn't have an answer for you there, Matt. Because right, uh, well, you know, no, you by, by you know by Monday, let's see, by Monday we might be in a, a better place. Because what is is actually mad is the way it's you know we're all now saying you know promotion uh, automatic promotion has gone and that's yeah, certainly, well, yeah, it I has. Think, well yeah i feel it but at one point weren't we even in the top two on the other night because the way results were gone yes we were. yeah that is well wigan lost but like wigan lost to uh now rivals first sixth place sheffield wednesday so um i was yeah. reading Something about Alex Neal earlier. I wish I'd brought. I wish I'd kept it. Um, about Neil. Did you throw it away? Did you throw it away? No, I was. Re- I was Along with Dodgy's handover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> was- <laughs> Mike Dodge getting out of the. Mike, oh, there's that thing that I uh, I gave you. You've dropped it in the bar. Oh, must have <laughs> fell out my pocket. That it's fallen in the bin, Mike. I'm sorry. Let's see if I can find it. No. It's got. I was. I thought I might still have it on my phone, but I don't. But basically, oh, see, this isn't a handover. It's a sick note <laughs> yeah, um, from your mum. <laughs> Mike cannot manage the team this weekend because he is not very well. <laughs> so when, uh, so apparently when Neil took over at Norwich, I think it was. So this might be all factually inaccurate information. He won fifteen of his first twenty-one matches. That's good, that way. That is good, isn't it? Mm. So we only need to win twelve and fifteen. So if you ratio that out, <laughs> we're not we're not far off. So, so we need to finish that where? again. Fifth? Oh, tw- twelve and fifteen games will give you automatic promotion. Twelve wins from fifteen. Yeah, probably. But we're not going to do that though. So pointless. Well, really. like ninety points, isn't it? So you you know, believe yeah. you're fine. We needed a hundred points, Gareth. Yeah, well, two, as three always. Years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, we yeah, re- right, it would be very Sunderland if Alex Neil came in, won twelve of fifteen, and we finished third. Finished seventh. <laughs> yeah, finished seventh. Everyone's just like <laughs> just in the playoffs. Like sixth, rage. sixth place, ninety six <laughs> points. Yeah, what? But... Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh well, so. Gareth thinks we're going to win 12 no, in the remaining No, games. I didn't say that. No, well, you, said, did, said, you did. You what did, you I said did. was, he get, he's obviously capable of getting results from a team yeah, quickly. Clearly. And let's, and let's not forget that 28th of December, or 29th of December, whichever it was, absolutely slaughtered Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're scintillating. We've been playing some fantastic football. There's players in the squad who are capable it's a, it's a consistency issue, and the problem is with the consistency. When we when we've gone bad, it's it's been bad, and then on top of it, now we've 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 sort of got this strange kind of. It's there's something else going on as well. In in the last three games, it's, we haven't lost in the last three games. Like sorry, well we have lost. Like we did against Bolton, to be fair, under Johnson. But in the in the two after, it's it's had a different feel about it. That the way we've lost those games. Tuesday was just abject. Whoa, yeah. whoa, oh, whoa. Right. Alex Neil's younger than me by half a year. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm not having this. <laughs> How's he been a manager for like ages? How's he only forty? <laughs> I 
Did, did, he, did, he, did Stephen he get... just in shock here. Stephen's gone he... into shock. Was but he like you know player what? manager I wanted, at you know what? I just thought, I would have thought it would be funny if I Googled Alex Nail's style of player to see what come up. When you Google Alex Nail, Alex Nail estate agents comes up. Right. Um, so I don't know if that's what he's been. Gareth said he's been doing bits and bobs in Fleetwood. So I don't know if it's uh, linked to Exclusively that. selling houses to bald people. <laughs> <laughs> Baldy rent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you think he'll do, Tom? Do you think he'll do well for us? Do you think he'll win 12 and 15, like Gareth said? Um, I don't know. I mean, like... Um... <clears throat> It's hard. It's hard to say because it is. No, it is. It's it's this. This squad has it in them to play some really good f- football, but they need to get over this kind of when the pressure is really on crumbling, and also playing in front of big, big crowds and not doing that well when the expect expectations so high. Um, I think he's on like a really. He's got a hell of a job on his hands. Um, in terms of getting his, well, like you said, automatics long gone, but just to keep us in the the playoffs, he's got a fight in his hands because these teams around us are now picking up form, and we've hit that stage of the season where someone's going to go on an absolute tear and end up like like fifth or sixth. Mm. Um, I think that'll be Sheffield Wednesday. I th- yeah, I wouldn't be a surprised. Too far away to do that. Bolton are on a really good right, yeah. a form as well. So, and yeah, so he's up against it and he's got to kind of rebuild the confidence we saw in the team like in November, December, or like, well, mainly December. Um, but yeah, I hope he does it because I, like I watched a few videos of him like uh, before and he's like, he seems to be a straight talker, which yeah. I prefer the guff that like yeah. Speakman and... Johnson was speaking for 18 months. Um, yeah, I'd like to think he does well, but it's Sunland, so <laughs> prob- yeah. he probably won't do well. <laughs> well, if he does well, he's done really well. So. Yeah, yeah. If he gets this, if he gets this team promoted with everything else going on in the background, then he'll have done a hell of a job. He certainly will. Um, well, the job starts. Providing he's, he still hasn't been appointed, appointed. Um, provided his appointment. Appointed. I think imagine he turns us down. Oh, that'd be really funny. Well, um, be, I keep checking on, Twitter to say that hasn't I've happened I've got Sky yet. Sports News on here. Yeah, oh, it's not going to be on there, mate. Oh, well, they're currently interviewing uh, some man. Um, interviewing right, well, we're going to do a cat. Yeah, well, they're interviewing a man about cat. I hope a journalist asks him on his press conference what he had to do if we second interview. <laughs> you think anyone's well, gonna have the balls to to, to do that and make a joke of that? Nah, they're not bothered uh, by us no. now. They were only if, they they're only asked if they got Roy Keane. Yeah. They're not asked now. There's only there's only gonna be Phil Smith and James Hunter and Nick Barnes at this press conference, isn't there? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just forgetting to go. <laughs> <laughs> just him just in like, an empty room. Yeah. Um right. them, don't even send people anymore. I'm gonna we're gonna they used to just be interns. Stephen <laughs> Stephen. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take a break because I'll get wrong if we don't. And uh, we also need to look ahead to the loss at Wimbledon on Saturday. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Thank <laughs> you.
Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Uh, Sunderland face FC Wimbledon on on Saturday afternoon at Plough Lane. Uh, I'm going because <laughs> I am a loser. <laughs> oh no! Um, and well, it's bottom of the form table versus second bottom of the form table. Sunderland have just lost to the team that were third bottom of the form table on Tuesday night. So <laughs> I very much imagined <laughs> we'll be continuing in a similar vein on Saturday. Um, I just quickly, uh, I, to be honest, I'm all out of interest and in everything to discuss who might play. Um, I don't think there's any more injury concerns or thoughts. <clears throat> Did you all watch it on? I know Gareth, you were there on Tuesday night. Did you all watch it? Uh, no, like Stephen, I watched the Max. <laughs> right. Oh well, yeah. Right. Well, that's good then, it was, isn't it? It wasn't a great night for me. All the <laughs> <laughs> Stephen having just a terrible evening. Uh, my good friend um, Kieran Trippier scoring though. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your story again. Um, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought like Clark did okay. Um, uh, there was a nice goal from Pritchard, uh, so they should play. Um, the goalkeeper, well, there's some varying concerns about Hoffman. Seems to be having some tests, mm. um, of which we don't know what for. Uh, so that means Patterson has to play, who, frankly, I don't think is very good. Uh, Anyone disagree with that? No, but last time I said he wasn't very good, I got a lot of stick for it. So, all right, if Patterson's good then because I don't yeah. want that. No, he's still he's still not. I don't think. He I don't think. He, I, I just think he, yeah. he just he just he looks low on. He, just, he always just looks terrified, like yeah. petrified. You would, I guess, like playing for us. Just laughing at your roll, just rolling back. Nice, oh, little, yeah. nice little podcast you got there. Shame would be a shame if somebody <laughs> yeah. left another really bad review yeah. for it. So. Well, yeah. could you? Well, Gareth, stop writing bad reviews. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then asking, oh, yeah. and then going, "Oh, can we come on the Thursday oh, yeah, one can this we come week? On Thursday? Oh, please, something's happened." <laughs> yeah, well, if yeah, you'd just be talking about how bold Alex Neal is. And, <laughs> he is quite bold. And build your own set. So that's if, that's you what the build his own want. He could build his own. Build your own hair. Stephen isn't laughing. Stephen has Stephen has left. Stephen gave up after like episode, like magazine four. Yeah, he went to W.H. Smith. Haven't he done a bit around the back and stopped selling? Yeah, I've got it on the chip. But it's not. I need the head. Well, when he got blonde, I don't. I don't. I'm not building blonde hair. Uh, uh, Stephen currently so, furious. Well, uh, sorry about sorry. Uh, I'm sure you're probably, you know what? Sorry, the other balls. Future yeah. generations will probably be able to get hair transplants on the NHS. <laughs> That'll be like, and I've missed, I've missed the era. <laughs> you missed it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Wimbledon have won twice at home all season. So, oh yes. So that's that's exciting, and they haven't won. Uh, they haven't won since December the seventh, and they haven't won at home since the twenty third of November. Cheltenham's back to November, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cheltenham's so... back since November, yeah. So... Wimbledon, bottom of the form table. Yeah. Just Second that. bottom, Sunderland. we've Tom said that about three times, haven't you? Oh, sorry. Just said that. Sorry, I was thinking about build your own. Would you like to build your own hearing? I was just thinking about a build your own hair, like, and how it would work. Because when you said about the blonde thing, I was thinking, well, you're going to have to have, like, multiple, like, additions. It's going to be really difficult as a retailer to sell that because... It's really, yeah, it'd be really difficult as a retailer, yeah. especially nowadays, to sell any of these magazines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless, you know, you are me and Tom, who are going to start a crowdfunder to get somebody to buy us one of these magazines. Yeah, yeah. And we will assemble it weekly. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to, to be honest, what's the point in talking about the team? Because... Yeah, like, we've done the stuff people are tuning in for right. already. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, I want a prediction off you all, though, before we go. Um, so Stephen, um, would, what, what are we going to win? I've, I think we will win one 0 I think just the fact that <laughs> no, I, and I just think the fact that there's they know there's a new manager now, and and it will be enough for them. Well, okay, who's going to score? I was new. We need to, you know this. 
Um, you don't you don't normally ask me for a score, do you? Um, do, do you ever listen to this podcast? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't listen. Elliot, to those. Elliot, I do. I always listen to Matthew. Um, <laughs> Elliot Embleton will score. There you go. Gareth, I'm going to say Sunderland will win two nil. I know. Um, I'm going to say the goal scorers will be Jack Clark and a late Jermaine Defoe first mm. goal for the club. That would be football. nice. I forgot nice. he played for us there when I was giving my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long that novelty lasted. Yeah, it went well, that, didn't it? It was worth it, wasn't it? He's probably thinking, oh, should have gone to Oxford. Yeah, I wonder or what he was literally sitting, anywhere, what he yeah. was sitting thinking yeah. on the bench on there. Yeah. On, on, on Tuesday night. Um, we're only thinking, who is this man that stood on the yeah. touchline? Um, Tom, are we going to win? Isn't it? When I, when I was here before, I'm sure he just welcomed everyone in to the ground. <laughs> I, aren't you the guy dressed up as the big cat? <laughs> um, um, hmm. If he's put appointed tonight or very like, nah, we're going to lose. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be one of those games where, like, you know, Alex Neal realizes the job on his hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think we'll lose. I think we'll lose again 2 1. I think we'll score first. And I think there'll be calamitous defending. And yeah, we'll be. Yeah. Everyone will be fuming again. Well, I, I, yeah. I think. Again, it's just a continued, continued continuation. Of the few. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, why not? It's like I the, think the Defoe... third, the third night of the stag do, isn't it? Like where you kind of oh, after the two heavy nights, and then you kind of get going again at about like five, six o'clock, and then you like steaming again. That's what it's going to be like. That was me and Rory yesterday. <laughs> That's called riding the wave. <laughs> <laughs> um, promote promote Defoe... it on another book. Yeah, Defoe'll score because he'll start for some reason. Yeah, I um I think we'll lose three 0 because God. Uh, having been there on Tuesday night, it was just an aberration from start to finish. Uh, you know, I wish Alex Neil all the best, youngin, but you've got a hell of a job on your hands to turn this around. Frankly, uh, I hope I'm wrong. I usually am. I'll be going. I don't know if anyone else is going. Um, it was about loads of people, didn't they? Sold out. Didn't well, they? well, yeah, but I don't know if they're bothering to go. Yeah. Um, I'll try and do some kind of pod after the game. Um, the train takes four hours to get there because there's engineering works between Newcastle and York, so it has to go oh, through perfect. Sunderland. But it doesn't stop in Sunderland; it just goes <laughs> through the train station. So I have to go on the metro from Sunderland to Newcastle to come back through. Uh, about an hour it is annoying. It'd, um, it'd be yeah. great if you could see your own house as you go past. I can see it goes through the metro station that I will get on at, so it will go <laughs> very close to my house. Oh, um, that's perfect. Why don't you put great. yourself in like a mailbag and then just like <clears throat> get like hooked on the way past? Is that still because it's thing? not like eighteen forty six? Well, it is. Have you it's been to the train mail. station? It is from... quite dated. <laughs> It's also not the I'm not getting the Royal Mail train to, <laughs> to London. Doesn't matter. No, but see, that runs through the night, and like for various reasons, that's just not a practical it's idea. Not practical. Um, it's just an idea. Don't say. Joke. You can do yeah. you can do jokes, but do not joke about trains on this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm right. just trying to cope with the fact Sunderland's manager is younger than me. I can't deal. I'm just struggling with it. And then I've just googled Lee Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 also, he's, he's also the both like. Six, the born two years Dick apart. Dick was younger than you. Like, like, <laughs> no, no, no. Same school year as these two, so it makes us feel a little bit better. But uh, they're born two days apart. Don't know if that means anything. But there you go. Alex Neil and, and Lee Johnson. <laughs> mean anything? Well, it means that they're born two days yeah, apart. It's the way you done it. No, no, <laughs> not, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't trust someone like that. <laughs> yeah. well, how's that? How's that for a coincidence? Well, how's that? It for must an mean something. It must mean something. Very see. It's very, it, you always think like when all of us are on, it must be like a see. Like it's serious, isn't it? It's like a see, yeah. serious things are happening if we're all on together. 
very much like a... well, I'd say when you, you ask someone asks you for a catch up at work and you walk into the room yeah. as a HR representative. Yeah. <laughs> word. It's oh, like no. this is the, this isn't going to be a quick um, word. Is it? The, the podcasting equivalent of uh, when the whole Gary Lineker putting his glasses on. That's what <laughs> this is. We we are Gary Lineker's yeah. glasses. Just reading, yeah. but very sort of like a slight frown, very uh, with a piece of paper because obviously it's very important. <laughs> Piece of paper with Mike Mike Dodds. <laughs> Mike, has, Dodds <laughs> Mike Dodds has left his role. Has, has uh, left his role as um, Mike Dodds is retired from all <laughs> yeah. footballing activity yeah. with immediate yeah. yeah. I mean, he did that. I think against Doncaster. I think. Yeah, the, the Athletic are going to track him down in ten years, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> broken man living in a bedsit. As as we're living in. Sorry, Mike. Conference North. <laughs> I mean, we've ruined, yeah. we have ruined, like we've sacked Lee Johnson <laughs> and then ruined a man's life. <laughs> yeah. He took, he took a long draw of his cigarette and said, <laughs> yeah. I've never, I've never gone by that name for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mike Dodds. Something well, they're saying, that takes me back. <laughs> we don't blame, it's not, it's not his fault. He's been absolutely, I mean, God, poor fella. Yeah, yeah. Poor fella. <laughs> currently, by the way, he's still our manager. Still a manager. So yeah. what, what, what manager. a way to leave. So we've done the entire pod for what's been on for about two hours now. Um, and in that time, I was hoping to be able to break the news that Alex Neal's been appointed. But for now, it's Mike Dodds, Red and White Army, and we'll uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.